Mean Girls, there's there was a couple of like moments where you're like, oh yeah, I get it, you know, but uh, never with the lead. Oh, yeah, with the girl that played Katie. Uh, yeah, just kind of like maybe she was tired. I don't know. Yeah. So I asked Parvati, who up until this point had always said like Mean Girls is her favorite, it's her favorite, so her number one. Yeah. So we walk out of there, and I said, so after everything we've seen now, right. yeah. where does it land? She's yeah. like, I, I still like it. Hmm. So where does it land? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, um, I think Moulin Rouge is still my number one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, I can understand it's this. Spectacle. Yeah, yeah. it is yep. a spectacle. It starts, you're like, Whew. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because when I went, um, it was like that weekend before Thanksgiving, right? So all the parade participants were there, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And you know, there's always that massive group of dancers. Yes. That they dance America or something like that. They were oh. there. Oh. And I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. It's like, like this is a dancer's you're show. about like a 500 yeah. group of dancers. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Nothing. The whole show, I was like, are we watching the same thing? <laughs> and maybe they were just exhausted. I don't know. Or maybe they were being very critical. Like, uh, that oh, could be. That. Oh, I know. Yeah. Maybe they were like, <laughs> it's easy to be judgy. I do yoga. Like how your ladies work. Monday through Friday. Funny. Silver sneakers. All right. Well, welcome to the drama mamas. Yes. yes welcome. Oh, welcome. I, we're like so glad honor. you could join us. It's like I'm on NPR. <laughs> don't set that bar that high. I know. We're no, we're, I don't think we're allowed to be on there because I, I cuss. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and we're super casual. Yeah. Okay. Super. So I'm Kristen. They censor it out on there. And I'm Kathy. And we, today we have Tyler Campbell. Yay! Oh, wow. I had so much fun online stalking you this morning. Oh. <laughs> What'd you find? <laughs> nice. Yes. Good. Oh my gosh. So much I didn't know about you. Really? Yes. You're like a little bit of everything. Oh gosh. All wrapped up in the Well, okay. So oh. probably the biggest surprise to me about you was to learn that you were an English teacher. Because that yeah. was not at all what yeah. I expected. Yeah. Have, like how we had kind of come to know you, like mm -hmm. through Jordan. Right. And so like when I found that out, I was like, oh, huh. Well, how did all the rest of that happen? Yeah. So okay, well, catch us up. Oh, gosh. Okay, so. So I should probably start by saying that I've come from a musical family. Yes. It's okay. just in the genes. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather led worship for like 30 years. Okay. Um, so church music was always really very present. Um, lessons as a kid. Um, decided I wanted to go to Harrison when I got to eighth grade because I had some friends that went. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Let's see what that's about. Um, and then from a theatrical point of view, that didn't really start till my sophomore year at Harrison. Mm -hmm. um, they said, hey, we need a rehearsal pianist for the fall show. And I was a freshman and didn't know any better. And they're like, you think you should do it? And I was like, well, uh, okay. I, I didn't know any better. Um, you were in the piano pro the Right. I was in the piano department. Right, okay. um, and they handed me 175 pages of music. And I was like, Excuse me? Oh. What did I just sign on for? Now, luckily, I had the whole summer, but that was kind of like the entry level. Um, and then I ended up doing five more shows while I was at Harrison. Wow. So, on nice. piano, or did you like both? Okay. Both. Mm -hmm. Right, because you do, you also act and sing as well. Uh, I like to say I'm a singer first, then an actor, okay. but you know. Okay. <laughs> Before I ever knew you, I'd heard about you because Jordan would talk about her friend Tyler. 
And you all, the you <laughs> all the time. All the time. All the time. Yes. But I didn't know. And I was like, who is you? this guy? Why have we not met him? Yeah. <laughs> so you sang at our church. And my husband leaned over. We've never met him. Now my okay. And Alex leans over and he goes, I want him to sing at my funeral. Oh. <laughs> that's actually a really nice compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dark and macabre. That's a really nice compliment. Yeah. It's like, okay, this guy's super talented. But the English thing, um, when I left Harrison, I was kind of burnt out because I didn't know how to say no to people. Yeah, okay, like well, I can understand that. Uh, well, it's better, but it's not fixed. Um, <laughs> it will never be. I, I say no more often. Yeah, anyways. Um, so in college, the first, what, year and a half, I was totally undecided, just taking gen eds to try to figure something out. And English really kept popping up as like, oh, yeah, I enjoy this. And I've always enjoyed reading, so that wasn't a big surprise. But uh, the teaching thing kind of went hand in hand because I thought, okay, what do you do with a BA in English? Mm-hmm. As the song says. Yeah. Um, so I said, well, I, education is in the family. Let me give this a shot, too. And it just kind of married itself. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you seem very passionate about it. Whenever you talk I, I love English. Yeah. I really do. Um, I know. When I brought up ChatGPT, that, like, during the... Oh, I have to say about that. <laughs> so much to say about that. Probably too much time for this one. Not today, Satan. Not today. Yeah, this isn't that podcast. No. But we would like to touch on that. I'd love to hear your okay. thoughts. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. For, for uh, now, later? Yeah, might as well now. Yeah. I think yeah. chat GPT is if you spend enough time with your students um, and you see enough of their handwriting, particularly, yeah. uh, you converse with them enough verbally, you're going to know what's theirs and what's right absolutely style and word choice okay but you know you can train it right so fun story i was grading something today actually before i was coming here (laughs) a Uh student used the phrase um something about the presents a bleak and pessimistic view of the justice system and i was like i've never heard anything like that come out of your mouth (laughs) (laughs) yeah so exhibit a yeah. So yeah. there's probably it's not happening. anybody to like plug it back in and check like with plagiarism. Well, checkers. okay. So I know that there's AI checkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, <laughs> for a hot minute, everybody was really kind of jumping on that um, because they were really worried about how Google would see that content. Mm-hmm. Like from mm-hmm. a, I'm going to put it on my blog standpoint, yeah. I'm going to try and use it in my website to help me, you know, rank better or whatever. Like for business. Yeah. Yeah. For Well, yeah. Cause like yeah. I, I took our, like about us stuff from the website and I plugged it in there and I was like, make this better. Right. You know? Wait, you're saying it wasn't good. Yeah, make it better. I mean, we wrote our own stuff and then I went back through and rewrote it and then I, and then, and then I went (laughs) back through the chat GPT later. So it's had like three iterations now of, Someone told me you can like ask it, did you write this? And it'll say yes or no. I haven't heard that. I should try that. Okay. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, because the current versions of our abouts are totally as what. I'm not might, but you could also put in your own writing and then say, write this in the style of my own writing and reference it and that, rewrite it. Yeah. That's what I mean. So I know you can train mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But that's where people don't understand how to use it. So they right. still get caught. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And if you pay for ChatGPT, you get ChatGPT4 which also allows you to do some referencing around the web. Mm. Cause like chat GPT three doesn't like it stops at 2021 mm-hmm. of, you know, web Version. knowledge, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, and chat for now it's like real time. Mm. So that can kind of muddy things too. Yeah. So it's going to get real hard for you to like spot that stuff. I think yeah. quickly. 
it's, it's a paradigm shift. It. Yeah. As a teacher, when you rec when you think somebody's using it, what do you do? Like, how do you confront them? Um, I give them the opportunity to fess up to it. Yeah. If they don't care to do that, then um, we're moving on to the next thing. You know, I, I have all seniors too, so it it's that point at which like you need to be able to own up to your actions and mistakes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to prepare them for the next step, whatever that might be. Right. Um, someone's going to call you on it, I think. Yeah. Well, okay, but so just devil's advocate here because right. I'm super chat GPT, right? <laughs> um, but not for the reasons of cheating. I think they should learn your skills, right? Learn the same skills that you have. Learn right. how to write, you know, be grammatically correct right. and all of that. Yeah, because it's, it's, I think it's an important skill for communication and it's nice to be able to portray your own thoughts and your own mm -hmm. words out there. So that said, moving on. Um, I also think that, you know, our kids are going up with technology that's changing really fast oh, and they have to be able to use to keep it. Up. Absolutely. And if businesses are using ChatGPT, then they need to be able to know how to use it. Mm -hmm. That's probably fair. So that's kind of my that position on it. it. It is and it isn't. You can, if you just ask it a question and the question is phrased like really open, you're going to, if that's garbage in, garbage out system. You have to be a prompt engineer. You have to learn how to create the good prompt that's going to get you good content back out. So that's kind of that. Back to that idea of situational types of writing, mm -hmm. um, knowing when to be formal and informal, when yes. you can use lingo, Absolutely. and um, which that falls on us as teachers, I think, too, to kind of draw some of those boundaries at least, even if they're a little gray. Yeah. And then maybe even teach them how to use that tool if, if they're in a business class and they're putting together a, mm -hmm. you know, some sort of business plan or yeah. something like that. Because it'll show you the format. It'll give you the whole nine yards. Working smarter, not harder. Oh, yeah. Yes, I mean, so we use the web anyway, right? Totally different. Yeah. You want that from your brain. You right. want that from, you know, what's what are your thoughts? That's a that brings me to a question because you're a composer as well. Yes. Do you think at some point that's going to translate into music Well, I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. So, I feel like there is some of that happening. So, kind of like, so ChatGPT is more about, like, I need some help, you know, researching or writing something. Um, maybe a few other things, like web development, like developing or whatever, right? Because it can do code. But then there's, like, programs like MidJourney that um, are all about imagery. So I can type in text and I get out an image. image right. Um, there's video that's very similar to that where you can create an avatar and that avatar takes your script that you've created and it is it looks like a real person. Um, sometimes the mouth will get a little fudged, but otherwise you really kind of can't tell. Right. Um, so like stuff is kind of progressing and I feel like I saw something in the composing arena recently and I didn't bookmark it and I should have. I probably sent it to Michaela. So I'll look again. If I can find it, I'll send it to you that is headed that direction. Like, can we actually use it to compose? Not anything probably great. Well, I mean, the, the yeah, why don't you like a formula, music, right? Well, sort of. In Western music, there's 12 notes. So there theoretically is some limitation on the number of co uh, combinations. It's probably a huge number. Um, my thing as a composer is I want to surprise people's ears. Like, if you think it's going this direction to yeah, suddenly make right. a turn, right. Okay. Um, and it, a lot of music is somewhat predictable, somewhat formulaic. Yeah. Well, all um, the pop stuff definitely is, right? Yeah, chords. Like A, B, A, whatever, four in a chords. format. Church music is that way right now, too. Yeah. Oh. Four chords. Four chords. 
Um, that's a whole different couch. Um, but I, I mean, if it helps the composer do things more quickly, maybe I'd be okay with that. But as far as original ideas, that's kind of scary. Right. I have so many questions around that. Because I want to get back to you. We have time. We have time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. We're not. No. I don't think so. I, I want to, like, take us on a journey. Okay. I want to get, like, straight to the end. But with the composing, is that, it feels like it comes very natural to you. Is that, how do you, how did you train for it? Um, Harrison helped a lot uh, because if you have theory coursework, music theory coursework, it lays kind of that foundation of how it's been done for two, three hundred years classically. Right. Um, of course, now the rule is to break the rules almost. Um, but understanding how things functioned in that way was a good start. Um, I think one of the best things a person can do towards becoming a composer is to just do tons of listening to understand styles and how people have done it before you uh, helps to see it on the page too of course yeah uh, maybe helps develop your own style mm -hmm. <clears throat> i know like when i when i was in band long long time ago i won't say how long <laughs> uh, in the jazz in the jazz stuff um when i was doing that it was real important to like listen so that when you improv, you had some shit you could pull out later. Right. Mm -hmm. So people would hear something that was familiar to them in all of the other randomness that you're playing to yeah. them. Yeah, makes sense. But I kind of feel like if you're composing, maybe having some of that helps too. Because I hear oh, yeah. when we go and listen to like Michaela and she's, mm -hmm. they're playing a brand new song I've never heard before. Because that happens all the time. There's a shit ton of music out there for them to choose from. And then I'll hear, like, glimpses of something I know I've heard. You know, it's like, you hear that a lot in people's compositions. Just webbing it in. And yeah, like, they'll pull in a, a theme. Right. And it, maybe it makes the listener feel a little bit of familiarity. It makes them feel a little bit more comfort. Like, oh, wait, hold on a second. I think I it's, know it's a buy-in thing. Yes. Yeah. Let me bring you into this fold as an audience member. Yeah. With familiarity. So I saw that you composed... A short musical on George Jenkins. <laughs> that was fun. So that was back in what, 2017, I think. Um, Dr. Ward, who was the principal at Harrison at the time, came to me and he said, hey, we've been invited to perform at this ch annual Chamber of Commerce event. It happens every year. Um, and it just kind of shuffles around to different institutions who's responsible for the entertainment. And so Harrison is on this year and um, they're honoring George Jenkins. He's like the focal point. And I want to write a musical. And I just kind of went. I'm going to get it. Okay. Like, why are you telling yeah. me? And? <laughs> Good luck <laughs> with it. What do I have to do with this? Like, <laughs> yeah. um, hey, good job, buddy. Yeah. He goes, he and I've, I've already sketched out. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Um, but he had already sketched out, like, some script and some lyrics and all this kind of thing. He was inviting me in to compose. And I said, well, I'm going to give it a shot. Like, why not? Um, and... It ended up being this really positive, collaborative thing between he and I. Um, and it was the first time I'd ever composed at that scope. Yeah. Um, random one-offs here or there. Uh, lots of arrangements. So, like, uh, repurposing what had already been composed. But, like, from scratch, totally new experience. Great, great. Okay. Um, and it was easier because I think it was five songs, 30-minute kind of thing. It wasn't this massive behemoth that I had to stare in the face. Um, but, you know, he would come in and he said, okay, now this song, I want it to be like 
newsies with bad boys. Oh, okay. Which is really strange, but oddly specific at the same time. Yeah. About George Jenkins. He's this, you know, wonderful pillar of the community. <laughs> the end product ended up involving shopping cart choreography. I bet it did. Nice. And we had to go and beg and plead, like, can we just borrow some carts for, like, a couple weeks? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Trust me, you're going to want to let us do this. At least you asked. But you see them all around time. I know, that's what I'm saying. That experience was good because there was so much give and take between all the parties involved. Because we were literally creating something from scratch. We didn't know what this was. Um, and even the students in those rehearsals would come in with ideas and we're like, yes, that's brilliant. Let's keep it. Yeah. Nice. Um, so just the collaboration of that and the final product, um, when we presented it, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget her name. One of the Jenkins daughters yeah, was okay. in the audience. She came up afterwards. She goes, that was dad. And that was just the best compliment oh, we could awesome. get. Yeah. That stamp of approval. Absolutely. Yeah. Was that your first like major? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Dr. Ward, another, um, he is somewhat verbose, let's say. Um, just if you've ever talked to Dr. Ward, that's how he is. Um, so he would hand me these lyrics, and I'm like, okay, I can't fit all of this into a melody line. There's just no way. This song's going to be 10 minutes long. And so he was very gracious in allowing me to pare down and, um, let's say, poeticize some of his prose. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find yourself like waking up in the middle of the night, like, oh, this would be a great song. Let me write this down. Sometimes. Yeah. Really? Sometimes. Do you like keep like a, a pad there? It's, it it's more like musical motifs for me than lyrics, like sequences of notes that I'm like, yeah, this is something. Let me save this for later. And I'll, I'll take a voice. Break note. legs. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm just sitting at the piano and it comes, I'll just be like, record for later. Thank you. Put it away. Yeah, it's it's definitely like inspiration in the moment. Yeah. Do you um, cool. write lyrics as well? Uh, I have. Okay. When we did uh, Winesburg, Ohio, a couple yeah. years ago, um, that was the next kind of big project. And that <laughs> the story of that is really funny because it was literally in the middle of the pandemic. There's nowhere to go, nothing to do because we're all on lockdown. So I put out this book that. Um, I had read as a junior at Lakeland just to read it again because it had been that long since I had picked it up. And it's in these short mini chapters. And the one I thought, man, that would make like a really good like one-off musical theater song. Um, just kind of the showcase number. Two chapters later, the same thing and so on. Um, and I had the time. You know, that was the thing. Yeah, we all yeah. had a lot of time. I had the time. So yes. I just went to it. And suddenly I had like 10, 12 songs. Um and Miss Lambert at Harrison was looking for something to do that fall that was socially distanced, um, atypical, because we knew it was going to be different. She said, hey, what do you think about us producing that? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And it just became this huge thing. But um, lyrically, that was a little easier because I had a source text to go off of. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I actually <laughs> liked that a lot. As much as the collaborative thing with Dr. Ward was great, Having the complete music lyrics control. Yeah. Um, it doesn't get better than that, creatively wise. If, if you want to change it, you change it. Yeah. You know, you, there's no one to check in with or anything yeah, like that. Um, always check the source text, of course. Yeah. Uh, to make sure you're staying true to that material. But. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. Do you ever sleep? I feel like you're like, <laughs> these creative Sometimes. Over the summer? 
Okay. <laughs> I swear every time I pull up Facebook, I get lots of sleep. Playing the piano for something else. And oh my gosh, on top of teaching, which is just exhausting in and of itself. It, it's so rewarding, though. Um, and it's the smallest moments that like will make a day worth it. When someone's really excited about some assignment or um, they connect. Right now, my kids are reading uh, world kind of literature. They had to pick a country because we've done British lit all year. So then they had to pick a country of the Commonwealth and pick a book. And some of them have really made some nice choices. I didn't tell them that because I wanted them to discover that for themselves. But they're like, oh my gosh, I can't put this down. I'm like, good. Yeah. Good. If you've enjoyed, uh, oh gosh, there's, uh, there's a student doing South Africa. And I think the book is called The Things We Carried. And it's this multi-perspective thing through apartheid. Um, of which they really, oh no, that's not right at all. Um, it's this thing called the future. That's what it's called. Please be carried. It's a different book. Um, this thing called the future, but first of all, just them being exposed to that. Cause I don't know how much that happens like in a world history class. Um, but just them being excited about reading is all the reward. Oh yeah. Cause right now in most cases with teenagers, I would say, Excited about reading is the next tweet. It's something very short, not... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a short attention span, but not only that, but like instant gratification. Mm -hmm. A book will carry you on, and you have to stick with it, you know, and it teaches you to... Even even reluctant readers, if I can get them plugged into one book, that's a gateway. Who's your favorite author? That's hard. I can tell you my favorite book. What's that? It's called The Alchemist. Oh, yeah. By Brazilian author uh, Paulo Coelho. I actually have it in my kingdom. What's it about? General. It's it's a little boy who makes this journey from Morocco across the Sahara. Um, It's kind of a self-discovery sort of thing. Um, But there's lots of just good philosophical nuggets of wisdom along the way. Um, I try to read it at least once a year. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's cool. kind of grounds you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it's like, where do I go next? Yeah. Um, so you are the your English teacher, department right. chair. Yes. But you're also adjunct. What is the title? Piano. Oh, it depends on the day. Um, <laughs> collaborative pianist or artist in residence. Just any of those kind of get thrown around. So basically, anything where a piano is needed, you're kind of throwing. Not anything. Um, I don't. I don't want to say that because there are other pianists involved on campus. But um, yeah, if, if something accompaniment or musical related, um, I'm typically at least asked to be involved. Yeah. Nice. How much prep work does that take you? Is it pretty? Are you pretty like okay? Here's a piece I can sit down. Kind of play. Again, that's that's pretty wide spectrum. So like we had juries just this past week. Um, most of those I was reading cold in the room, walk in, sit down, play. Really? Yeah. Meaning, I'm the kid I bring in, I'm like, here, play this. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Now, they put it all in a nice notebook and it's arranged in order for me and that kind of thing. But uh, lots and lots of those songs I had seen for the first time that day. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So for anybody not in the know, juries are fill in the blank. Okay, so twice a year, <laughs> students in the musical theater department, I know 
course, may have to do it as well. There's lots of similar things yeah. across. Yeah. They have to prepare a song and present it. And it, sometimes it's a specific style. Like for the freshmen, their first jury is uh, Golden Age. The oh, okay. Their first jury is opera, Italian opera. So they prepare a song and perform it, and they're judged and critiqued on it. So they pick their uh, song. Like in the piano department, we had proficiencies, which were exactly, uh, all, well, not exactly the same thing, but scales and prepare a piece and uh, technical preparation, I guess is what you would call it in piano. Oh, okay. Uh, I think course has to do something like two or three songs wow. per semester. Wow. Band like sort audition. of has something. It, it is, kind of like, Where, especially yeah. this semester. Um, spring semester tends to be with the end of the year showcase mm -hmm. in mind. So it's a jury on the one hand to assess how you're progressing vocally, uh, but it's also who do we want to feature in this end of the year showcase. Okay, just kind, kind of like an audition. I, so I just learned that so for, for each class, they choose five medley kids mm -hmm. that you then take their songs and somehow kind of weave a theme together. Thread them together somehow. Oh, that's kind of exciting. Because <laughs> they get like a snippet It's a good challenge sometimes. I'm yeah. sure. Because lots of these songs could not be more different. Right. Um, and like last year with the juniors, we were able to thread this storyline where uh, Janaya sang Light in the Piazza to start it off. Um, and so everyone was kind of these tableaus and statues that she was observing, and then they would all break out and become alive. Oh, cool. And yeah. do their piece. Show within the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that. We actually cool. got that idea. Um, when we started doing the Applause Awards in Orlando, which is the Orlando version of the Jimmys. Oh, okay. oh okay. Now we're in Tampa with Broadway Star of the Future. But um, they would thread together these medleys of the leading performers so that everyone could be featured equally. Um, you're like, let's take that back to school and steal that idea. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, that brought up a question in my brain really quick. So you guys do these shows, right. and you submit to the Broadway Star of the Future or whatever, mm -hmm. and then they judge mm -hmm. everybody who's submitted and and decide on their winners, and then what happens next? Because how did, like, Janiyah end up at the Jimmy's that right. Um So, yes, you, you send in or you apply for adjudication. They come watch the show. Um, we had something like four or five judges come to two different shows of a Drowsy Chaperone. Which was amazing. And they critique every aspect. Direction, the lighting, the sound, the costumes. Okay. Um, and when we were in Orlando, it really upped our game. Because uh, some of these Orlando schools have three, 4,000 students. They're putting on these massive productions. And ours were always of quality. Uh, right. But there were certain areas where we could stand to improve, and we did. Um, so they create their short list, uh, the people at the Stras do. Um, and they have audition day, they call it. And all the nominated leading performers come to the Stras one day, and they audition in room of 30, 40 people. Wow. Hucker Factor is coming. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. Um, and from there, they pick a top 12, six girls, six guys. Okay. Um, who also performed their solos at a showcase in May okay. at the Strass Center. Um, and that whole week leading up to, plus the audition day, they're deciding who would we like to send to New York okay. to represent us for the Jennings. Um So talk about being on 24-7 for... And how many do they get to yeah. choose? Just one. two. One. One guy and one, one girl. One, one, one. Okay. Wow. What an honor. Yeah. Oh. So is the Jimmy's like the, yeah. the top of that... 
route. Like that's the culmination point. Once you reach the Jimmys, you either win or you don't. That's like, nationals, mm -hmm. and that's and then it's done that's after that. Okay. And then you're hoping, right? I mean, that looks great for college. And oh yeah. I'm sure people get offers at that point too, right? There are so many Jimmys people on Broadway right now. Yeah. Jimmys yeah. participants. Yeah. Like it's on their resume, yeah. so it's, it's a pathway. No, we weren't able to for some reason. I don't know why. Like stream it or something. But they yeah, like, yeah. Talk about different people that had won who'd gone on Yes, it's on my. I know we should. Yes. It, um, this night at the Strass is just a fun time because um, lots of the winners are already announced by that point. Um, the full list of winners is published like early May, um, but there's still that anticipation of okay, which of these twelve yeah. are going to be the two to go. Right. Yeah. And how many do they pick from, and I apologize if you already said this, but how many do they pick, let's say, from Drowsy Chakra? Um, it depends. So the okay. Jimmy's puts out a list of which roles are eligible in each show okay. as leading performers. Okay. Um, so like for production? It depends. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. Like Drowsy, I think uh, there were five leading performers mm -hmm. that are eligible. Um, some shows, because it's more of an ensemble cast, you might have as many as eight or nine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it depends on... Huh. That's kind of nice. So it's it's not like, oh, just because you're a lead, you know, you're definitely going to be the one that's going to get And depending on the type of production. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And they also recognize supporting performers. Right. And director and... Music director, yeah. choreographer. Well, that's okay. the crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. I was surprised to see uh, nominations for adults. Like um, All Saints, mm -hmm. there was a couple of people that we're familiar with at LCT that were were like nominated for stuff over there. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Next, what is it? And so, Bright in a way, it's kind of a form of professional development mm -hmm. for the teachers as well. Yeah. Um, I would love for there to be more. Um, hey, why don't you come over to our school for a day? Kind of see what we do uh, between the schools, oh, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody in Pinellas, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> somebody down in Fort Myers, that's harder. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so that leads me to another question. So you music direct sometimes, uh -huh. uh, both at Harrison and in community theater. So what, clearly they're all talented. What do you see in a child or performer that kind of sets them apart from the others? Because they all can sing. They all can do something. It's hard. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but like that, what are we looking for in the Jimmies? Like what is it that... They all can sing. Beautiful. I know, right? Like, how do you pick? How do you go, oh, that person is, like, yeah. clearly, yeah. you know. This is going to sound cliche, but the whole triple threat aspect. Um, can they do all three equally? Um, I also think it has to do with how well the person fits the role, um, regardless of those three things. Uh, for example, Janaya's Esmeralda was just, like, a shoo-in. Um, she, she had that almost the day she walked in the audition room. She was just that persona embodying that role. Um, I also think you have to just examine the technical factors, I guess is the best way to put it. Can they sing it? Can they dance it? Uh, that's the most fundamental. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't like to change keys and things like that. Yeah. It requires oh, a lot yeah. of work. That is a lot so, of work. So if you're out of range, you know, that kind of takes yeah. you out of the range. It's got to be that Cinderella shoe, right? Like it just right, that's right. Perfect. Do you ever see someone and you think, oh, you're super talented, but you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't really well, work with uh, I'm, I'm sure behavior has to People do garner themselves some reputations. Right. I hate yeah. to say that. No, but it's true. Yeah. We talk about that a lot. You're always on an audition. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, uh, my, before Drowsy Chaperone, I did Into the Woods, 
in Winter Haven, and there were some folks that walked in the room that was like, mm-hmm. oh, they just gave mm-hmm. off that. Either that or, or it was it was like, do we want to put up with this for two and a half right. months? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, and, and, and that's that may come across petty. I don't know, but no, no, I think it's the whole cast. It does affect yeah. it, and yeah, and crew. <laughs> and none of us are there for the drama, ironically enough. Uh, exactly. You say that, but then there's always drama, so, you know. Um, <laughs> and that goes for any field, musical theater or whatever. That's very if, true. If you're a different business or whatever, you know, somebody walks in and you know about them, or you're like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, yeah, I just saw that person, you know, and they just flicked me off on the way in here, so <laughs> don't really think I want to hire them. Right. Right. They're a tornado. tornado. <laughs> I think the term I'm most familiar with is shitstorm. <laughs> All that's to say, though, someone can walk in the room and just grab a part unexpectedly. Uh, I think yeah, when we okay. did Little Mermaid at Harrison, uh, there was a, I think she was going to be a senior. Yeah. Um, had always been really solid, um, just a hard worker kind of type. But she, when she came in and sang Ursula, we all went. Oh wow! What was that? Been <laughs> for three years, <laughs> and just stole the thing. Yeah. Um, no one else was even close. Uh-huh. So it happens. It happens. And that's a good like lesson in don't give up on a part because you think so. a lot of person always gets the part they're going to get it. Like you yeah. walk in that room, see that sometimes. We do you see know? that. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. They get frustrated because like, oh, well, they're going to get the part. Yeah, yeah. they always get the part. But I tell you, the tenacity of it is also noticed by production teams. Mm-hmm. Like this person always shows up, does their job, <laughs> consistent. Right. Yeah. They're shoe in. They're you solid. Know they're going to write exactly. Exactly. Do you ever have that thing where you guys cast somebody and then? <laughs> comes down to um, rehearsals and you're like, what? You are totally different. You are not the person that we... Um, Did that ever happen? Not to me personally. I'm sure there have been those times. Yeah. Um, thankfully, that hasn't happened good, to me. That's good. It doesn't right. happen. <laughs> that shoe probably has yet to drop. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry. We, we won't manifest that. And now you're aware of it. Oh. Yeah. There have been a few times where it's kind of like, okay, can you please show me what you showed me in the audition room? And they'll turn it around. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And they'll make the show. A little reminder. Uh, right. Well, something I noticed about you watching Into the Woods and working, you were never content with, okay, we've got it. Let's just perform. There's like, always room for improvement. Every warm-up, you're like, all right, I need to see this, this, and this. You guys come up here. Let's work on this harmony. And I was like, wow, I haven't seen that before. That and part of that, that to be fair, is Sondheim. Because yes. Sondheim is never done. Right. There's too much there. There's too much content. Um, But I I apply that same philosophy to when I'm teaching writing in the English classroom. There's always room to improve. Yeah, that reminds me of your There's never a final draft, right? No. Always more to... That's pretty cool. I kind of like that. The quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to their commitment to excellence, regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. I love that quote. That's on your Harrison um, profile, I guess you would call it. Oh, is it? Did you know you put that there? Maybe you Angela went digging and you had no idea that she was going to pull that out. That's what I saw in you with... And it's also like every audience deserves the same show. They're paying the same ticket price. Um, so if you have an awesome opening night, I'm thinking of Drowsy, because we just finished it. Um, opening night was incredible. The energy in the room was like palpable. Um, and Saturday and Sunday deserves the very same. Um, now, if it was B 
big time steaks, you know, eight times a week. I don't know how those people do it. Oh my gosh. I think that all the time. Yeah. And how do you get up that commitment to producing the same product. I mean, at a certain point, I'm sure it becomes somewhat automatic. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And, and yet, yeah. you never want to just phone it in. <laughs> right. And it never feels like they are. Sure. At least unless like maybe the mean girls, you felt like it. Okay. Detail yeah, yeah, yeah. Gab's still, she's still in that age where she gives details. The kids are, you know, <laughs> giving us updates. Yeah, yeah, they're callbacking. Right now, so. so we're getting, we're getting some updates as we go. Yes. Oh, and apparently oh. I'm typing. Oh. So there you go. Who's Dr. Nussel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So what's the update? It's basically the same thing you sent. Yeah. Like who got cut Just and who's still there. Kids she included in there. So they started by reading Mimos, it sounded like. Like reading? Just go right to it. Wow. They were oh, singing. She's well, singing. 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 Okay. You have to decide. She said, now the big, the big kids are here and they're going to be deciding who's going to go home. So they'll probably keep a couple of Mimos to sing or the, to read. To read, yeah. Marlin. Yeah, they got to see that compatibility yeah. with the, you know, the Marlin and the Dories the and stuff. The nail part. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately for us, Lily Kate could care less. She's like, I'm not getting email. I'm not getting Dory. I just want to be in it. So it's like yeah. we're so, it's such a different feeling to be that relaxed going into it. And that's a great philosophy to have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. Some people, I, I don't know. I see it both ways. Some people come in and they're like, no, I just want to lead. And if that's your current circumstance, that that's all you're willing to go for, fine. Um, you see a lot of people come in too and it's like, I only want to lead and nothing else. And it's like, come on. Yeah. yeah. We need you to help out in the ensemble or something exactly. like that. Yeah. Kids have a lot of experience in both aspects, you know, and they love the ensemble. Almost so there's a lot to learn in the ensemble. Yes. Yeah. You learn a lot. You learn a lot. Yeah. We get a lot more buddy time when you're in the ensemble. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Training coming. I'll tell you though, um, that never settling is definitely a product of my time at Harrison as a student. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say it was drilled into us because that sounds negative, but, um, it, it was always, it was okay, how are you improving? Mm -hmm. What are you doing to make yeah. this better? Yeah. Um, don't well, that's what you get in an art school, right? right? Like, they're trying to help you be better at your craft. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that kind of pushes what's necessary. And, and just be better, period. Even if you, I mean, I didn't necessarily go into the craft directly, kind of a roundabout way, yeah. um, but I stayed involved. And um, I think because they had said, keep with it, keep with it, um, do it as best you can, that allowed me to remain involved so well, uh, to do this, that, and the other, uh, get the requests and the calls. And yeah, you play piano like every day, right? <laughs> At least, yeah. <laughs> At least I'm that. Yeah, because you're like you're like doing accompaniments and you know, yeah, like drowsy, like you know, doing the pit and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, I feel like you're just always. And no, then, and I, I get requests to do so, but I. Never home to do that. Yeah. <laughs> surprise. See, when you get <laughs> surprise, later, surprise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like your retirement game. Just um, but I, I definitely prefer people so to others yeah. that I trust to do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you have like a longing to do be on the stage? Are you really content with what you're doing now? Um, I, it's yeah, been like, a while since Are you going to audition for Margaritaville? <laughs> uh, probably not. Uh, I take a theater break during the summer. No, okay. Like a marked theater break during the summer. Good. Makes sense. Um, it's been a while since I've been on stage. I think Bridges was the last thing, and that was 2017. Okay. Um, so I'm looking. Okay. 
Wait for the one to come, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, let's do that. Because yep. yeah, yeah. it's a big time commitment. You yeah, know, I, I was reminded of that during Into the Woods. Because mm-hmm. um, that was the first community theater show I've done in mm, probably five years. Okay. Five, six years. Uh, we at every rehearsal. Capacity. Um, and it's just a lot easier to do one at school because you're done at 4.30. You right. go home for the evening. Right. The week of tech is heavy. Fine. Um, but yeah, every night from... Seven to ten is like oh. every so that was completely different than what I had done up until that point because you know theater Winter Havens that was my first time doing something substantial over there on the crew um, so that was eye opener for me I was like oh is this that's a huge it I think what you saw though is Sondheim probably needed that level to be honest. But, um, or anything that sung through like it that. really, yeah. it made a huge difference to have, have his input there all the time. Well, and the input, right? Not just somebody who plays a piano, not an accompanist. Oh no. Musical director. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so huge. Yes. You know, it makes, because uh, it, it really does involve a lot of interpreting the score and making adjustments based on the singers in the room and that sort of thing. I mean, I can think of lots of spots, um, in those initial rehearsals. We were like, eh, we're not going to do this. We're going to do this instead, just because it was faster, cleaner. Right. Um, it created a better chord. Anything like that. Um, so yeah, having that knowledge of how to fix and modify and still stay within the bounds of what's there. And lead, right? And True. Well, and that's True. hard when you have performers that are also in yes. you know musical education. Right. who have been doing this for their entire lives yeah. and they're in their 60s. Right. Yes, there was a lot of leaders there in there. respect. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But they were people you've known probably since you were a kid, right? True. True. And there was a good give and take there as well, the collaborative relationship. Um, and I would trust some of their ears to hear things that I couldn't behind the piano. Right. They're, they're the ones sitting amongst everyone, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, they can so. hear, like, that person who's right in their ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, you might want yeah. Can we check? That's that's the cost. Uh, yes. That Can guy's check me up. So and so. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I just feel like I'm hearing something not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little uh, Professional yeah, pointed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That cracked me up every time it would happen. I was like, <laughs> and everyone knows. Yeah. But it's just like that was me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I think if Beth so coming, funny. she would go. Yep. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, let's redo that. Yeah, she was really funny. She's like, I still have those lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> like, show's going up. It's like, oh, shit. All right. There were a lot of lyrics. There were. Oh, my gosh. Yes, there were. And the music moves so fast. Yeah. Anyway. But I, if you have a good production team, a collaborative one like that, where director, choreographer, music director are all on the same page, your product's going to show. Yeah. Um, if you are all kind of doing your own thing and just expect it to come together at the end, ugh, that's sketchy. Because um, inevitably, a dance break's not going to be like it sounds on the track. Right. Or you're going to need twice as many bars of music to get through this scene change as you thought you would. Because vamp it up. Kathy, <laughs> good job. That's it. That's it. <laughs> she had to learn that. Uh, I did. She did, did have to learn that. Yeah. Now she knows it now. I know it. <laughs> I got it now. Yeah. That's why a lot of... You can't do it with a recording. <laughs> at least I feel like a, usually a lot of my work happens the weekend of tech. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. When scenes start to move and set pieces start to go and all that kind of thing, that's really when the bulk oh. of my work happens because I need to know what to do to this score to make it work in the space. Um, so for contrast, Into the Woods, I actually had to do lots of cutting. 
because it was such a small space, you know, they would assume you need this much to get across the stage where you needed half that. Um, versus Drowsy, which is a massive stage, um, <coughs> constantly adding in vamps and repeats and this kind of thing. Oh, I, I heard somebody say that you were making that record noise down in the pit. Was that not a sound cue or something? Like when it would scratch? Like, yeah. Oh, no, that was a sound cue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, but somebody said beginning of the overture that sounded like it was coming through a record player yes. recorded okay pit, that's they cool. filtered it up oh, and, cool. yeah we love that, that. Cool. that's really cool yeah, that was very cool that was such a good show that took a few takes yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was monday of tech week the orchestra was back in for the first time in like a week yeah and I was just, yeah it was right after spring break right okay <laughs> yeah but they pull it together because I'm always amazed. I get lost and I forget I'm listening to live music. Oh, I, know. I know. That's our goal. Yeah. Down in the pit. And it, when it's so solid and they're all just kids. Yeah. It's kids. Yeah. yeah. This particular pit um, with Drowsy was half sophomores. Wow. Really? First pit, oh, first anything so like good. that. Um, now, luckily, I had lots of seniors in there as well. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a mentorship kind of thing. Um, nice. But you could tell just at lots of points they were just young. I'd be beating my head against the piano, but they were just young. I had to remind myself of that. Right, yeah. And they yeah, pulled it together, so. They did. I had to convince my mom, like, no, mom, there's, like, musicians. There's kids yeah, down there down playing yeah. instruments. On a rare occasion, that curtain in front of the pit would get peeled off. Oh. Really? Um, trying to think. When I was a senior, when we did Pirates, um, there was lots of interaction between the actors and the orchestra. Like, oh, okay. the soprano and the flute had this, like, duel. Dueling oh, yeah, so you got to see him. Right. Okay. And then the conductor kind of sword fought one of the pirates with his baton. Oh, nice. So kind of <laughs> cheesy stuff like that, but it was funny. Yeah. Um, and you needed to see the orchestra for that very reason. That's really cool. I feel bad. Yeah. And I like a visible orchestra. Yes. Yeah. Into the woods. Yeah. Just having that point of connection. I can't imagine these shows in New York, especially, where like the orchestra is two blocks down the road in this random room being piped in. It's like, does that really that happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? You, How did we know? I didn't know that. And I'm just thinking, one plug. Right. <laughs> yeah. One plug, and it's just chaos. Yeah. Imagine then what happens? Like, uh, you tripped over the plug. What's going on? Like, you got to run I like, stand somebody where that cord plugs in. Like, make sure nobody, uh, yeah. you know, trips over it or something. <laughs> it's tripped over. <laughs> I'm picturing, like, Plug it back in. Game. Feedback <laughs> happens. It's not good. I had no idea they did that. Oh, yeah. And it takes away a lot of the flexibility, I think, sure. of the orchestra and actor because you don't have that, like, yeah. in-person line of communication. It's so important. I feel like. Yeah, that's so weird. On a couple of shows we've seen recently, like Kitty's Town and Six, the musicians are on the stage. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. They're just as much a part of it. Yeah, because they were part of the bar scene and like yeah, and the trombone like came down and actually like danced and stuff. Yeah, I love that show. That is my number one now. That's my number one. I know y'all. I love. I'm waiting for those nights to become available. Hades Town's clear number one. They are like. Wow. <laughs> I think because the drinks are, are yeah they are yeah. you know what our drinks aren't flowing yet like do you want to send Chris to get us some drinks I just need to text me what you want I say text me because I'll forget text me right now alright well I, I think we all know Angela wants a mojito yes I'll take a mojito to make it easy you like mojitos I'm going to do an upside down Ooh. Upside down. Yeah. Oh. I, I found it on the menu before. Oh, okay. 
I was like, one night, one night, you can't prepare. prepared, yeah. yeah. She said she was buying drinks. <laughs> yes, I did. All right, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, was there more? So I'm noticing yeah. the kids I'm trying to struggle figure out what is going on with your daughter. How do you okay. teach kids? Yeah. She says she might cast some. Mm -hmm. What did you say? Sorry. How do you help kids learn to sing harmonies? Yeah, so that's a big deal. Um, gosh. I don't think how I do it like in a normal music rehearsal. Is it just practice? Is it just, I mean, maybe the same with adults. Because I a lot of it is, I use the word rehearsal, but a lot of it is just repetition, I think. And just getting it in your ear. Um, some people just hear harmony right. naturally better than others. That's just a thing. I hear it. I hear it, but I can't produce it. Mm. <laughs> there used to be this, more this lady yes. that used to live underneath me and Chris when we had an apartment, like when Michaela was first born, like years and years ago. She was sort of tone deaf, when, but when we would go sing in the car, she always was perfectly fine because it was always a good harmony. Mm. It was really strange, but she thought she was singing the right thing, like the melody, not the harmony. Wow. But it sounded okay because she was... It sounded fine, yeah. I was like, good job, backup, you know, because we'd be singing together. It worked. <laughs> no, but... Some people are weird. Like, when we're starting a show and there's these huge stacked harmonies, um, I do like to produce uh, rehearsal tracks for them, mm -hmm. uh, like learning tracks, just their part. Right. Uh, with a little bit of undercurrent, let's say, or some kind of foundation so they're not just floating through They can the hear what the music would be underneath their mm -hmm. part? Okay. Or like how... Like a maybe I'll, reference? like lessen the other three parts so they can still hear them but theirs is really featured okay. um, and that tends to help a lot um that's hard yeah because i'm thinking back to states when our girls had the three-part harmony yeah and that was you know we'd have to pull them aside and like play their notes on a little and, piano and this is going to sound really counterintuitive but yeah that app having your harmony um almost involves ignoring the other people to a certain extent because yeah, if you start sense. to listen too much, you're going to waver yeah, you that direction. You have to it, right? Right. Like, yeah. Otherwise, um, you just want to follow the other person. Right. Because that would happen. Oh, they'll pull you off. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, uh, like a good duet really is just two soloists singing at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but it's really, I think, so much repetition. Um, and hearing it, also hearing it in context. Um, not just randomly dropping into a harmony, but how do you get into it? How do you get out of it? Okay. Right. I've noticed that before where like, okay, yeah, you know the line, but how do you approach? How do you exit? Right. Okay. Yeah, because it's never like harmony all the time, really. It's, right. You always hear like, even in duets and like pop music and stuff, when you listen to that, mm -hmm. they kind of come together and yeah. diverge. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, it's like a weaving. Mm -hmm. So like one will take, one will take what you would consider the melody line mm -hmm. and then they'll swap. So you'll hear that. Like, it's not always the girl that sings the melody. True. Frequently, but not always. True. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, That's cool. How else to deal with harmony? Hmm. I know, I'm very intrigued by this, because it feels like a, something, well, a that, like a well, training, like a class. Like, let's work on... I mean, I mean I'm not also saying learn the melody first, so you have the basis of it. Um, and then the harmony yeah. might be helpful. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm amazed at what like Frida pulls out of the kids over at LCT. Well, she creates oh. so many harmonies. Oh. Yeah, she yeah, really she does. That don't exist otherwise. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I feel like this needs something, and she'll just add it in. Yeah. Yeah. 
So she did that. What was the last show we just did with her? Rudolph. 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 Mm -hmm. She did that. Rudolph. She was like, it feels bland. I'm going to put this in. You're going to sing so-and-so. And, -so, and she'd just like, name a random list of these kids because she's getting to know them. They're all, yep. you know, yeah. it's not their first rodeo for most of them. Right. Um, but, yeah, she just pulls them out. Let's cheers to Tyler Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We hope you'll come back on with us. Absolutely. Talk about. So what's here? It's been a long time since I've had a mojito. This is good. I know. You know why I'm addicted to well, not addicted. I really haven't, but they are my drink of choice. Yeah. All right. Well, is it good? Is it best to like squeeze the lime in a little bit? These are good. Not as good as when oh mojito gosh. gets delivered at the mall. <laughs> yeah, Rody, a bad day. <laughs> we had to go to the mall. Uh -huh. Our kids were singing at the mall. Yeah, like, yeah. like a school thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The Five Knives Mall. County's like trying to. Encourage kids to register for school. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So our kids were singing, and it was just a bad day. I was like, I need a mojito. Next thing I know, Chris shows up. I probably shouldn't say this, but Chris shows up at the mall. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know, like a Yeti with a straw sticking out. I'm like, you're Does that count as a roadie? So it is kind of, but it was just, it had the can. Yeah, the can oh, was still funny. in there, just that's dropped in with the straw. Just drop it in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'll never know. It's brilliant. So if a friend ever's having a bad day, show up with a That's right. Can drink alcohol tea. alcohol fixes a lot. <laughs> even, even just from definitely. You know? All of a sudden big things just don't seem that big Exactly. For sure. You know? Make some yeah, room on my little yes. thing here. I mean uh, I know you're doing a showcase, so you've got to right. have you This Thursday, now? um, is the symphony concert, symphony orchestra. Yeah, I'm 420. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's how I remembered the date. Hmm. I was like, oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, because I had to get uh, my conflict dates for, because um, I'm stage managing Orson's, the stage read, and I had to get my conflict dates. Oh. And I was like, 420, and he goes, the director, he's like, so you got big plans that day? Uh, you know? And I was like, oh, oh, no. I, I do, but not like that. Right. I'm not that cool. So I'm, I'm playing a couple <laughs> students with the orchestra. Yeah, I know. Um, showcases the next weekend after that. That's okay. Um, and we have our tickets for that. Yes. I got tickets. Okay. I think I got tickets. So you, now that it's kind of a combined thing, because Senior Showcase always used to be a separate event right. from underclassmen. They combined oh, it last year. Yeah. Okay. Kind of an Act 1, Act 2 thing. Okay. Um, and the crowd just, like, exploded, which, I mean, it would. Yeah. If you have all four classes there at the same time. Right. Uh, but it was like an event last year. Yeah. We were pleasantly surprised. It's going to be an event. I love all these events. Like, every time we go to something at Harrison, I'm just, like, blown away. Oh, my God. And I don't know why I'm blown away, because I've, I've come to sort of expect it, but it's still... It's it's always there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, they're kids. I yeah. At the red carpet, like, I was just floored. Like, the kids out playing the guitar outside. Oh, I know. That's that's truly, like, if you want a taste of Harrison, that's the yes. event. Yeah, it's the pricey. red carpet. Because well, it's a fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. Um, $50 a ticket. But that's going to give you the snapshot of the school mm -hmm. performance-wise. Yeah. 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 yeah we about an hour. Are we? Oh, okay. Is that still recording? Because the camera gets a little hot and it might want to shut off. And They must be doing something right now. because As no long as it's good. She still says recording. We'll let it be. So we're just waiting. She hasn't sent me any messages, so I think we're good. Yeah, she must be with you. And then beyond showcase... The only thing really after that is graduation, which I run on the Lakeland side. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Interesting. I'm the graduation coordinator, which... Holy shit. How did that come Well, why do you do this to yourself? I know. And there's no stipend for it either. Oh, my gosh. So you're, like, literally just kindness of your heart. Well, the seniors are gone anyways, and I teach all seniors. So, like, I'm looking for something to do. Okay. But my second year at Lakeland, Alan Cleveland, who had been there for ages, he was my teacher, um... He said, hey, I want you to come and help me do the diplomas. I was like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. Which, by the way, diplomas do not come pre-assembled. Oh, you got it. You have oh. the cover and the piece of paper and the plastic and the... Oh. It's a oh. thing. It's, it's a whole like thing. Is it a real diploma? Do you get a lot of paper Should I get my real diploma from graduated or did they mail it to me? They had to mail ours. They didn't they, have them they ready. It be something, but like, I don't Probably know, it was like, so long. Yeah, I think I just had the case and then I got the yeah. actual certificate in the mail. I feel like that's what happened. Yeah, I feel like that's You're true. assembling diplomas. That's right, like, so that happened for like Lakeland, though. So that's, I mean, three, that's a lot of kids this year. It's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and he, he, he got to get those finger condoms. <laughs> he was very particular about it. Like before, we could walk in the room. He said, "No finger condoms. condoms. We don't have to do oh, that. Yeah. The oil will get on the covers." I'm like, oh, "Okay." You know, little white gloves. But kind of. Like um, so that happened for like three years, and then the lady finger who condoms. Was... <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I saw those. I'm like, "What are those?" For tiny penises. <laughs> No, but let me tell you, they work. Like, it will totally tear up some pages. Like, boom, boom, boom. They, they work. I've used that. Okay. Well, keep your mic back, so I assume. No, okay. Um, That's regular condoms, right. not the little That's ones. Right, yeah. <laughs> and these don't have little, like, prickly things on them. Keep it. Pages getting stuck They're around. Ripped. They're ripped. They're ripped. They're numbed. It's got to be worse than the strap. <laughs> Which I brought with me. <laughs> Where is your strap on? Oh, okay. Totally. I didn't even open that up. She opened up. I don't remember that. So I'm not gonna get my the strap on thing. Strap on. I think it's in here. No, the strap on one I brought up. Yeah. She brought up the ring. Oh. Yeah. And I just what? said that. I know. We're a bad influence on Angela. That's what it is. She's turning. You guys think that. <laughs> we do think that. She's like, here's the thing. <laughs> I just like that a lot. What you don't know. Keep it all locked up nice and tight. I only let it out to play at certain times. Yes. <laughs> well, then we With us. Really, yeah. Really honored. Yeah. You're in the end She trusts us and all of you. Exactly. <laughs> You're seeing the real Angela. Please stand up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So you say you take a summer break. You like, do you travel? Or do you just. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, what are your plans? It, yeah, because he's not going to be here to see Frozen. True. I know. I was really bummed when he said um, that. Right after, well, actually, right before COVID. I know. A um, friend of mine at Lake Gibson has been taking tours with EF Tours, oh, yeah. travel company. EF? Um, education First, I think okay. is what it seems to be. Yeah. And. Um, I'm I'm with that one too. Yeah, yeah down in Mulberry. Mm -hmm. um, but she said, "Hey, you've got to do this at your school. Like every six kids that go, or every six travelers, you go free." I was like, "What? Really? What? Yeah, I go. Say less." Yeah. Um, so right before the pandemic, I was aiming to start that up into like a travel club, quote unquote. Of course, pandemic. Um, but this summer, we're going to um, Eastern Europe, so like Berlin, Prague, and. Oh my God. Budapest. Nice. Yeah, with about nice. 15 travelers. Oh, wow. Okay. And you get to go free? That's nice. Nice. Any other chaperones going with you? Yes. Another teacher on campus okay. is chaperoning then like three other adults who are just traveling. But okay, perfect. They'll be nice. around. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I did that in high school. We went to London, Paris, Belgium, somewhere else. 
yeah. And I love it because, like, for a lot of the people that are going, they would never pick you up hold something my, like, like this. bag or something like over the camera, so it's not like getting drenched. Um, and we plan it like two years in advance. You know what I mean, so it's fairly affordable. Sorry. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely like less than a car payment per month. Right. That's what I tell parents at the interest meeting. Like over it, like a umbrella. <laughs> you could get them a car. Thank or you. you. Could send them abroad. And they're like, mm. so how long is it? It's a nine day trip. Okay. And it's long. fast and furious. Uh, yeah, last year's trip, we logged like 20,000 steps a day. Oh my That's awesome. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's more than what we did in New York. Uh, the best yeah. part about that is you meet whatever you want because you're walking it off. Exactly. That's like, how yes, the food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, I had a question. It just flew out my brain. And you're going with us to France when we do that. Yes, in 2024. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying fun. to figure out how that's going to work because I'm taking another tour then. Oh, really? And I'm hoping that I can like line it up so I send them back to the States and just come yeah. meet you all. <laughs> nice. I'll still take them back. <laughs> no, well, I, I no. do it for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think that would work. That that's would what work. that was. That's why I paused in my brain. Like I could get them there and then just send them home with yeah. somebody. So do your fifteen kids or whatever, and then send them, then meet us. Mm -hmm. That could be fun. Oh, wait, that could be real fun. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, part. yeah. Once you're over there, it's a piece yeah. of. Well, that flight they overlap where you can just do whatever you. You want. remember that flight when you did it? Oh yeah. It was forever long. It was not as bad going like because we went over to we flew into London and then we flew home from Germany and the Germany home sucked. That's a long trip. That was a really long yeah, trip. Like 10 hours. We were, went to Italy. Yeah. yeah. And I was drunk still oh, from the night before because I was young and you could drink in Germany. <laughs> oh yeah. I think I was 16. Well, I've, I've gotten that question so often. Mm. Right, so what are you doing about drinks? And I'm like, well look, it's cultural, right? Mm -hmm. It's part of the experience. So if you're of age, you can have one as long as I'm around. But we're not getting wasted. Well, right. Yeah. Don't yeah. Be an idiot. Right. No, I was super an idiot. Wow. <laughs> I was. And the teachers weren't there. Like, yeah. they went off and did their own thing, and oh, we got no, to go I, roam. But... I can remember roaming, yeah. getting totally lost in Paris and trying to find out really? our way back. We didn't speak French. That's yeah. terrifying. I know. Part with all the gypsies and stuff. I've seen the movie Taken. <laughs> well, this was way before that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I have. I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, but also it's way before then. <laughs> I will say, last year we ran into some very, very kind Germans uh -huh. at the hotel bar. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> that's that's a great night. Yeah, Everyone went to bed and the adults. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Nice. Fun. There you yeah. go. Well, there you go. Very funny on that trip, too, was um, because everything kept getting delayed. I had two travelers that had long since graduated and were plenty of age. Oh, nice. So they were just hanging out with us. Oh, that's they were no longer students. Right. They had graduated. Yeah. Right. That's Michaela when we go on that trip. Relationship now with when she goes with that, when we go on that trip. She'll have just graduated. Yeah, she and she will turn 18 on that trip. Oh, wow. she'll have her birthday? Oh, that's amazing. I believe so. Um, so we have a meeting for that on Monday the 8th. Oh, really? May 8th. <laughs> You check your yeah, I know. Well, you have like five calendars, right? That True. you follow. Yeah. True. I have to write down everything. It just came to in my mind like last really week. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I've never been able to get on board with the electronic calendar. Oh. I don't know. You like the paper I had so many thoughts and I was like, what do I say? What do I say? Yeah, yeah. The French trip, though, is actually so amazing. Yeah? Um, well, you've done it twice before, right? I only went the second time. Uh, first I think time. It stopped. Oh. No, the brain. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. The first time I just Thank graduated you. heavy into college, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but the one in, what, 2018, amazing. And they, they really do try to structure it so that it's not just the festival where they're performing. Yeah. Right. Um, like, well, I don't want to give away too much. They're planning. Yeah. It's in the works. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited for, you know, what we learned. Well, unfortunately, I have a rehearsal scheduled for Orson's that night on the 8th. Mm-hmm. And Margaritaville auditions are the 8th and 9th. Oh. So I'm actually going to, and I'm SMing that as well. So I'm like super busy. Um, and Michaela was going to ASM, but now I'm going to send her with Chris to that meeting. And I told Chris, I was like, just record it, please. Yeah. So I can actually listen to everything that gets said. Yeah. The, the I can't wait though. Oh, it's going to be great. such a fun trip. And the venue, just the venue alone, like you're in this outdoor amphitheater. And if you sit up on the top, you look out, and there's the Mediterranean. Oh, forget it. It's, it's killer. How do you even come back to America? But they get these, they get kids like this from all over the world. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not just, you know, kids from the U.S. that are coming, or, like, it's not just for Harrison's, like, you know, kids. There was kids. an Austrian group all last over the time. world. Yeah. There was an Austrian group last time, and they had someone come out and play a Matterhorn concerto. Oh, my gosh. Right. I mean, the whole full-length Matterhorn, and she nailed it. Oh we're all just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, wow. Right. Um, the, the funniest part, though, was we arrived at the festival location. They have more than one note? Like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, what? I'm still wrapping no, my like, head around that. And they were like, oh, yeah, you just played like a French horn. I'm like, sure. I didn't notice there was like things. Um, yeah, because that's no, easily done. Um, there's not. It has to do something with how you buzz. And <laughs> yeah, it's got kind of all in the embouchure. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, the, it's all in your pucker factor. <laughs> not for that, people. And full circle. <laughs> and show. <laughs> no, but the hotel they put us up in supposedly was this like Delta resort where they would put up air, uh, airline employees. I don't know. Um, but it was on the side of the mountain, literally. Oh, my God. With an incline that had to be 70 degrees. That's I mean, slightly terrifying. Yeah. up this mountain. And so you can imagine all these Floridians oh who are used to things just being dead flat. Yeah. Well, that's a hill out, outside here. Oops. We have no <laughs> cardiovascular no. going on at all. Suitcases like galore. one degree. Suitcases. Oh, yeah. Trying God. to push them up this mountain. Oh. And I can tell it two seconds. I, yeah. I roomed... <laughs> With one of the dance teachers, right? And about halfway up, we both just sat down. And I was like, D- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we call somebody to come get our bags, please? Yeah. Don't they have golf carts to, like, shut all you yeah. up there? You're on the side of the mountain. And the views at night with the full moon is just Beautiful. priceless. Yeah. Priceless. So gorgeous. How fun. I want to go. I know. I want to go to Europe. We're still in talks no, about how this is going to go down. for 2024. Okay. It's good to know. London, Paris, Amsterdam, Brussels. That's, it's at the that's same trip I did. So that's exactly the trip I did. Nice. It's a red light district. More than welcome. I mean, just Roxanne. Like what okay. <laughs> <laughs> she said red light district. One day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wow. That's a good Yeah. What else do you got? Thanks. Anything you want to talk about? Anything you're excited to change? Anything that's important to know? Awards. Yeah. I know. Uh, so you're oh, a poli sci minor. Yes. You're in the chemistry club. Like, is there anything you don't know about? Chem- well, okay. To be fair, the chemistry club was, I mean, it was a thing, but it also, like, wasn't a thing. Fluent in Spanish? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's like actually, actually funny. Like, actually fluent? 
Yeah. Really? That's the funnier one because I was the white guy in charge of the Spanish club. It's president <laughs> of the Spanish club, yeah. Because no one else wanted to do it. And I was like, well, I'll do it. Whatever. Yes. Over a chance nice. opportunity. Right. Just right. That door. No one else wants it. I'll do it. Yeah. Fine. All I have going through my head right now is that thing from Community. Do you remember that thing? Donde esta la biblioteca. You remember watching Community? Do you no. watch Community? No. no. Ah, me amo bone and something in La Reca. I don't remember what it is now. It, no, it was just, they were taking Spanish in the show, Community, where they were at a community college. Oh. Did you ever watch that show? You didn't no, watch it? because I heard Chevy Chase was such a jerk that I boycotted it. Oh, yeah, he wasn't. Just watch it before Chevy Chase, Chase comes on. Oh, yeah. Because it kind of goes downhill after he gets on anyway. Yeah, that's oh. <laughs> Yeah. What's your favorite musical theater, musical production? Honestly, Carousel, Rogers and Hammerstein, okay. which is a, probably an unpopular opinion. I think I've never seen that. Okay. Because it hasn't really aged well, but it's it's the score. That's why it's my favorite. Would that be considered a, a like a golden oh, whatever? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Golden yes. age. Just even I think yeah, I don't know that one. The lore says that Richard Rogers said it was his favorite score he ever wrote. Okay. Um, That's not the same carousel I would have played in band, right? Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. It's been around for a while. Maybe. The, the opening. Um, it's not an overture; it's a prologue, and it's like how the two protagonists meet at this county fair kind of thing, and they okay. both ride the carousel and. And I, I need to listen to it. Story, oh, yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. It's very much in the same thread as Oklahoma, just in New England instead of Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> I'll like it instantly better than <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma. Then Oklahoma gets a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> it deserves it. Well, I, if you see a good production that actually like moves along, it's right. not so bad. I think that's the problem with Golden Age musicals: is you see too many bad productions that are just like forever long. You're like, oh my gosh, when is it over? It yeah. Stop. When you reach intermission, you're like, fuck, I still have another hour of this. Yes. Yes. But Every like, time there's a pause, like, you know, well, we saw it at Harrison a few years back. We it was did. It was. A, it was. Everybody bailed on me at halftime. Yeah. Oh. Billy Kate's like, we're not leaving. Yeah. I love that you just said <laughs> halftime. And also, that, that was one of the better productions of Oklahoma I've ever seen. It was great. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just a long. It's just, it's yeah, a long, it's really long. It's it was, it had we also to have to think, like, to that time, right? People were paying top dollar to escape for yeah. however Five long. hours. They wanted anything. <laughs> they wanted five hours. Right. And now yeah. we're like, hour and a half? Great. Yes. Yeah. Sign me up. So yes. Like, you all went to see six, right? Yeah. Well, we sent Pinky with her family. Yes. It was perfect. Because the tickets were six. freaking crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but they were worth it. Yeah. Uh, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, exactly. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Yes. It was yeah. so I mean, it's I love so listening dark. to music. Yes. Yeah. And They're all a bop, as you can like, say. As the audience it. member, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish we had gone to see it I now. I wish you had too. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be around. Yeah. Well, like, I love, I'm, you know, big Tudors fan anyway in that era and everything mm -hmm. I can read to get my hands on that um but it's so inventive too you yeah. know like in like why not a musical about the six wives who get yeah. to tell their own stories their yeah and like yeah. how they how they came up with like the concept for how they were gonna create that character in yeah. music form mm. yeah it was great yeah was so good yeah. And I appreciate, too, that the composers thought of, like, a different pop diva yeah. for each one of them. That's smart, too. That's smart composing. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely worth seeing. Next time. Yeah, next, next time. Next time. What else did you all see this most recent trip? So we saw, I saw Moulin Rouge, um, Hades Town, and 
Harry Potter. Mm. And the Cursed Child. Still can't figure out some of that magic. I know. I felt well, like they I know. juice somebody on stage out. Okay, so I saw it. Oh, did you? I, I did see it. I like I was no, watching. Keep the secret. Keep the secret. Okay. Don't do it. I when the the polyjuice is um. I mean, they changed the whole person. It's when stage. they changed oh, the yeah, person. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No one I ever, saw it. No one will ever tell you. So, I was watching though. I was I was overly critically watching because right. Laura was like, "You're not going to be able to guess how they do all of this magic," and, and I was like, like "I saw all of it. I feel like I could guess it all of it." The part that got me was when they went into the phone booth. Like, I saw it. I was like, what? I saw that one too. Oh, see, I didn't. I, like but I, I don't did think I wanted to, to see it. I think I wanted to keep it like a mystery. But to me, that was just amazing. I'm yeah. If, if you want to know, <laughs> no, we don't want to know. I will tell you no. what I saw. But it was really well done. That was amazing. Yeah. However, comma, that was really too long. That was a long That was show a was too like long. And, and I can't, yeah. what I what is amazing to me about that is Laura told me that that's the slim down version of the show that yeah. you used to have to. Two parts. Two, yeah. two shows. Buy two separate yeah. tickets to two separate and shows. Like they didn't have to keep coming and going so many times. Like, mm. leaving, like, just wrap it up, you know? When, and I was trying to figure out what was like missing, like what yeah. they had paired out of it, because I couldn't see well, any like gaps no, and or I any jumpy parts. Right yeah. before we went, right, and it felt like it pretty much stuck to the so, trajectory of the book. Yeah, I don't know what. Which I don't know. Was it after? <laughs> so it's it's a book. It's, it's a literal scripts like called the Cursed Child. Yeah, yeah, it's new, it's but in a, in a nineteen yeah. or not nineteen. It's so the last book jumps ahead nineteen years. And gives you a little glimpse of Harry Potter, Hermione, and Ron, and what their life is like gotcha. 19 years after the end of the book. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That and is... the kids are at school. And that they're, they're sending you know, off their... The play that we just saw. Exactly. Yes. Gotcha. So the play picks up pretty much like right there. Okay. That's what you're seeing when they're in the, um, in, in the train station at the very beginning okay. of the show. Right, right, right. They're sending off their child. Yeah. Their child yeah. Their I'm trying to remember what we saw. We did Wheel on Rouge with you guys. You did. You saw MJ, MJ with the lady. Who was that? You should watch the last, was it the last podcast or the one before? <laughs> two ago. Two of them ago. But you did a little snippet. She, she yeah. talked about MJ and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was because there was these little oh, ladies. No. Hey. Hi. Long time no see. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. Yes, welcome. Yes. welcome to our podcast. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? What are you up to? Um, what do you do these days? Oh, okay, go. Yeah. We love you. Yes, we do. She's another celebrity. Yeah. Um, I did not love it. Okay. The dancing and singing, fabulous. Right. The storyline, just... That's my fear. Like, that's why I haven't gone to see it. Yeah, it was... I was telling the parts of it were hard to understand because they spoke like Michael Jack. There's two different actors that played like the teenager mm -hmm. one and the older one and they spoke in that high-pitched voice, mm -hmm. soft voice and you were like, what? what? Yeah. Here. And they cut out a lot of the controversy. They kind of glossed over some of the different... Sure. So it was kind of I've heard they pitched that guy off of YouTube. He was a, Really? He was crazy. Like, I've heard they went through multiple rounds yeah. of auditions they were like, we don't have our guy. Yes. And they went to YouTube and found him. He was he's probably so good. He just fought right. too. Right. Really? Yeah. Yes, he did. What he was just, his name? Uh, um, like, uh, yes, yes. No, you're at Foster? Miles Fo Fo Foster? Frost. Frost. Something Frost? like around. Something of those letters. Oh, we're going to Google it. It's a second. Some combination of those letters. Okay, so. Sue and. What's that? Oh, um, let's shop for 
Oh, like the off-Broadway one? Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I saw something else. Six. I know they saw Anne Juliet. We yeah, you saw Anne Six. And it was fantastic. Really? Yes. Like I a 90s jukebox, right? Yeah, and I love the jukebox. I know that kind of probably sounds a little superficial, but I love jukebox. A jukebox can be done well. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cause Most like, often they're not, but like, yeah, it can't can be done well. escape whatever it is you got, you know, and you sit down and, and like, we'll move on bridges like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you just immediately connect to not only the storyline, but obviously to all of the, this is this one, the songs. Uh, oh, my God. I'd be hearing ramping up. <laughs> oh, I get it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what is this motion? <laughs> Somebody keep doing it. Yeah. They are. Hold on. We're going to see Miles Frost. Yeah. Okay. Miles Frost. Um, cool. He's so going to stop right here. I just like the whole concept of Aunt Julia. My English teacher yeah. brain yeah. scratches yeah. that yeah. right yes. spot. Shakespeare, because I'm going to tell you, like, I did not know that his wife's name was Anne Hathaway. No idea. Um, so completely educated on all of that and what was her role like obviously I'm sure it was just the way they portrayed it she was home raising the kids he's out being this brilliant he's in the city you know, yeah masterpiece writer whatever and she's like hey when do I get to have a say you know and I want to write this book and Juliet should have her own ending that isn't so traumatic and horrible let her write it so yeah it was very I am woman you know well, and, and like feminism the common knowledge tells us that their relationship was always fraught. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Like, so quick, right? When, right. When he died, he left her the second best bed in the home. Oh, you're talking about William Shakespeare? Yeah. Oh, see, I did not know like that. that. That's what was in the will for her. The second best bed in their house. Who got the best bed? I don't know. Oh, interesting. But like, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was not good because he was always away. Yeah. He was always in London. She was yeah. up in Stratford. I thought there was always somebody in his bed. Probably not his wife. I mean, one could deduct. Could they? I I mean, he clearly wasn't respected to his wife. Are you laughing at me? I don't know this. Oh, well, I mean, I'm just going to draw some, connect some dots. Okay. Like Some hy hypothesizing? Yeah, we're going to totally hypothesize. And, and of either sex, too. Right. Like, yeah. And that, of either sex. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That feels expected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't say I'd be a woman. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like, you know. So maybe that was the whole point of it. Do you feel? Maybe oh. he felt like he had married a woman so that he could oh, have a well, separate yeah. life. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Are there books on that? Probably. Like I read, I read a lot of <laughs> historical fiction stuff. I love historical fiction. Um, yeah, maybe I need to look for that. See if I can find. There's something. a great one. Um, I haven't read it, but it's something to the effect that like it imagines that Shakespeare found this trunk of stories of someone else oh. okay and then somehow pass them off as his own nice. oh so he was supposedly like a total frog to begin with that's, that's yeah. what it imagines yeah oh. interesting which some that people believe that actually yeah okay. but they're all borrowed wow yeah how would we ever know it's so long ago. so you have your time machine yeah so we have that <laughs> Well, chat GPT well, we're well, far away. We're, we're going to have this singularity well before we have time travel. <laughs> Great. We're, we're, we're done for. <laughs> what was that? You were That's telling so me. Dark. Huh? That's so dark. That's singularity? Yeah. That's so pessimistic. It's, look, we're, we're either going to have, or we're already in a simulation and it will just reset like Matrix. It explains a lot of things like deja vu. I get that. I get deja vu. Just saying. It's past life. You think deja vu is a past life? Interesting. I'm convinced I was a gay bird watcher. 
past life. You have said that before. Were you William Shakespeare? No. <laughs> a gay bird watcher is William Shakespeare? Well, maybe yes. You never know. Who knows? Don't you ever find this? Maybe she was in Hathaway. Maybe. Maybe. Don't you ever find weird things? Also, where? why have we met that? Well, why have we not connected about birds? I don't, I don't actually. Yeah, exactly. Why have you not? You're not, you're not of the like birds are not real. No, um, actually, not of that. Okay. So my, in a former life, I was an animal trainer at uh, SeaWorld and Discovery Cove, and I did aviculture. Went on to do other things. Yeah, you got a lot of things going on in your background. Yeah. So animal trainer, I, I so when I was 13 because I have no idea if this is going on the podcast. I'll go ahead and hash it out. Um, when I was 13, I volunteered at The Bird Store in Orlando. Um, that's what it was called. Is that still a thing? It, it is. Last I checked, they're still in business. But I think the owner actually died. His name was Don. Um, he's an older guy. Yeah, I think he had some cancer. And last I had heard, he was, it was not good. I think he passed. I could be wrong. I would love for him to still be alive, just for the record. Um, so I did that for like a I wrote it. summer, I think. We're listening, we promise. So I did that for like a summer when I was 13. Then when I was 16, I got a job cooking birds instead and went went, went work for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> She put I did that. Real quick. I did that yes. for like I did that for like a year. Yeah, just then I stopped doing that and I went back to the bird store for like a couple of years. And Chris was like, "You really should just go try <laughs> to get that job at SeaWorld, even though I didn't yet have my degree." And that's one of their requirements, right? Like you uh, have to have your bachelor's, blah blah blah, animal training, psychology, whatever. So I went for it and I got into education over there. So got my foot in the door and then got promoted um, in education to working with the animals that the ed team works. So like penguins, uh, wood turtles, sharks that you get to touch, an alligator, like some yeah. fish, stuff like that. The penguins, though. Hey, yeah, the penguins. Man, they are some stinky, stinky birds. Yeah, they are. So, oh man, I know it a gag a maggot. It's bad. Gag a what? Gag a maggot. I've heard that before. I've heard that before. Yeah, because well, maggots oh, feed on shit. Oh, so, so, like, you know. So bad. Anyway. It would gag a maggot? Yes, yeah. the smell would gag a maggot. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm that southern. Okay. I got that from my mom. She, that's her phrase. I've never heard that. Really? I'm yeah. I'm southern. Um, mm. Okay, so penguins, are they nice? Could they be, like, rude or mean? Uh, it depends on the penguin. A lot of them are assholes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but the the bigger ones can like break your your femur. They can oh, slap so hard. Really? Yeah, yeah. Slap like your like this this bone, this big one in your thigh. That's your femur, right? Yeah, that's your femur. yeah they can break that. They can break that. My gosh. Yeah. So no, no, with their wings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, they just hit you with their flipper. Oh. And jerks. they can break you. Yeah. Okay, so you you asked earlier. I was a poli sign letter. Yes. Um, because I needed some sanity away from the English and education stuff. And I had room in my schedule. Um, and that was actually really the most fascinating coursework I think I took. Um, like I took an international law class. Because it, it fulfilled, right. And this guy has been teaching international law for like 30 years at USF. Okay. Bro. Like one week we didn't have class because he was in Brazil at some conference presenting. Right. So he would bring in these yellow legal paths, right? And they've got 
years worth of coffee stains and crumbs and all who knows what caked on he would and he would he would flip through a couple of them kind of study for a little bit and then he'd just walk around the room and talk for 30 minutes about whatever about whatever topic right of the day and i you're sitting there furiously just as fast as you can get it on the page yeah and then he'd go back and he'd look for about five minutes and another pass around the room for a half hour. Yeah. And it was just fascinating. Yeah. 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 What am I going to have to return to take? Because I'm well, not right. sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. What is and, the test going to be on? Exactly. Like, it was almost like being in law school. I wow. Imagine. Yeah. That thick. You have to read the cases and report. International law, though. Like, That'd be interesting. See, right. Yeah. The thing about international law is there's no, like, set boundaries. It's all just by agreement and by, like, yeah. shake of the hand. Oh, like, what feels good that day? Yeah, sort of. If you sign on to a treaty, you're Politics. bound by it, but like, but it's all just agreement. Yeah. Well, and, and hey, I'll get you I bet it's very fluid, really, oh, like, sure. based on the political climate. And you know, you can just choose not to abide by a treaty if you want to, because you're an autonomous, sovereign nation. Yeah, so who's going to enforce it? Right. And then there's no precedent being set. And that's the point. There's no precedent for anything. No. So that makes it difficult to... Huh. <laughs> So, cool and then I had, yeah. do you remember on Channel 8 News, um, they might still have her on occasionally, uh, Susan McManus, they're like political, I really suck at names, lady. <laughs> she, she's been on all the time, I haven't seen her in a while, um, but she taught state government and politics, um, and it was only on Wednesday nights, and it was like three hours, and it filled up like that, I bet, because she was such a personality in Tampa, right? Um, so I took that class one semester, and that was great. Interesting. No. I also had to, like, quiet quit my church job that semester, because... Uh, so before quiet quitting was, was a thing? Yeah. <laughs> just piano. Yeah. And he's just showing up on Sundays playing the piano. <laughs> like, not doing any extra. Just... Well, Wednesday night was, like, rehearsal night, so it wasn't that important. Right, right. You knew what you were about. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm, it's fine. It was my Highland Park days. Yeah. I didn't realize you were there. Uh, well, so like... <laughs> oh, no, I just... Gonna That's not okay. I know they had gone through some controversy. Oh, did they? Recently. I didn't know about that. Yes, I was there from... Oh, okay. Let's say 07 to... 2015. Oh, because the pastor left. I remember all that. Yeah. They just yeah. got a brand new sports person, too. Oh, yeah. Head of the sports. That's a huge program. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. It's large. And it's going to take more than one person to get it back on. So, someone told me, like, on a Saturday, they'll have 5,000 people. I believe. Yes. That's crazy. We've done soccer yes. there. It's big. Yeah. So, we've been taking Max to soccer there since he was, like, four, and he's 12 now. So we've been there a long time, and we've seen it ebb and flow. Sure. Um, and, you know, they'll improve one area, and you'll see another area kind of drop. But it, they, they definitely need a team and, like, a culture shift. Yeah. They kind of make things, you know. Yeah, I they, get that. Yeah, it, it needs to yeah. be a rec soccer situation. Mm-hmm. Not a rec league, and let's have all of these other kids come on that, you know. Oh, shit, it's a face-off. Oh, God. It's chicken. What? What? There's a train and a train. They're oh, facing okay. each other. 
Oh shit! Yeah, they're playing chicken. Yes, he's popping his. I feel like we're also at the meeting. Yeah, he's popping his brakes and he's setting his alarm. Down there dinging. He's not honking his horn. He's just like dinging. There's also like no B track, is there? Isn't there just one track? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know. Some serious standoffs. That's kind of why. Did they not plan that shit ahead of time? Yeah, really. Like. Yeah, like trains run on a schedule? Maybe? What a thought. Just what you yeah. Part of the reason I left was the culture shift. Yeah. yeah. It needs. Yeah. It needs to happen. Um, and it will. And what they need to realize is that not to just go for whoever's bringing in the most money. Mm. Because that will happen organically. If you make a good program. That's right. If you make it what it's supposed to people be about. People will come. People will come and that will follow. You can't That's how I feel about Harrison. Like, yeah. if you keep presenting good material... People are going to want to come. Yeah. The recruit. I mean, you should still recruit because uh, there are lots of great programs in Lakeland um, of all instrumental, theatrical, yeah. whatever you want to. What are some other ones? Because like we're very informed on Harrison, but we're less informed on others. Yep. Yeah. So for our listeners who might not be from around this area, Jenkins runs a great orchestra program. Okay. Yeah. Um, is that Shelby's program? Shelby Montgomery. Okay, yeah. yeah. She's, um, she's awesome. And it's really kind of a six-year program because most right. of them go through like compilers and then they move right up into Shinkins. And okay. she runs both places. She's amazing. Stella had her. her. Yep. Uh, she runs both places. She's itinerant. I didn't know that. Because mm-hmm. uh, Michaela went to Lakeland Highlands, but she was in band, so maybe that's why. Yeah, she's part-time at both. So oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, good for her. She's great. Yep. Also, wow, the, she's busy. The chorus program at Lakeland is strong of its own right. They're performing at Carnegie Hall this weekend. Oh, wow. That's yep, amazing. so it, there used to be this mindset, and part of it was the different people in charge, whatever. Um, but there used to be a mindset where if you didn't make it into Harrison for chorus, well, you should just you should just not bother. And that's definitely not the case now. Right. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Uh, there's a great piano teacher down at Bartow. If you're looking for that kind of thing. I mean, nice. Harrison is great, but it's not for everybody. Right. Oh, right. oh goodness. <laughs> what? My mom's My eyes are yellow. Yeah, she's... Oh, are you filling up? <laughs> we should maybe be done then. Like, break. <laughs> break. Parting shots? Walk over there. Yes. Yeah. We could do another one of these. Oh. I didn't mean like that. <laughs> <laughs> I meant topics. <laughs> topics. Topics. Let's do the same topics. I had so much fun. Yeah. Cyber Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could definitely have you on again. So, I, I do wonder where some other. of that information is. Well, I mean, there was like... Uh, Filky. Filky. I mean, it's all, it's all <laughs> out there, so like, whatever. But like, all right, yes, we're done. Bye. 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 Bye.